Peter, the Royal Commission forced the big banks to clean up their act, but now some of the smaller players say that they got caught in the crossfire. Well, that's right, Sally, and it's been an interesting and in many ways disappointing five years because while we now have the banking executive accountability regime known as the Bear, which has criminal sanctions, no banker has gone to prison, though, as a result of the Royal Commission, chief executives, chairman and top executives have lost their jobs. And even though we did see allegations of dead people still being charged and the like. But the aftermath of a Kenneth Haynes' inquiry has left a sour taste for small regional banks, cooperatives and mutuals which aim to make profits for members rather than major commercial banks which have to make profits for shareholders. Now the mutuals were swept up in the tougher rules despite a little or no evidence of bad behaviour. One of them is Heritage and People's Choice which merged in a mega deal earlier this year. I spoke with Chief Executive Peter Locke about trust and integrity in banking. Also allegations of poor governance on the board of Qantas which faces a hostile annual general meeting this time next week and the backdrop of unethical behaviour at the consulting giant PwC and he had a blunt reply when I asked whether anything had been learned from the Banking Royal Commission five years ago. The short answer to that is no. I think the conduct that came out of the Royal Commission uh, was quite frankly appalling and a lot of the legislation that has since come through is designed to address it but it is a very blunt instrument and that the mutual sector had no case to answer in front of the Royal Commission. It doesn't have conduct risk inherently in its model but the majors still do and I think it will be a while before you see if that conduct risk has been mitigated. It can't be eliminated because the model is always driving for profitability. And because of that profit motive, do you think that the major banks are going to continue to do whatever it takes to win as many customers? Uh, Most definitely. Their model is built around shareholder value, uh, maximising shareholder value. Now, to maximise shareholder value, sometimes you have to take short-term options. Now, those short-term options and profitable options always come at the expense of customers. Has the for-profit model sustained much better than the uh, for-purpose? No, I think the the models are fundamentally different. They're maximising profit for the benefit of the shareholder, where the mutuals uh, have a much longer time frame. So short-termism, by trying to maximise the profit, can drive bad behaviours, and it can drive those sorts of behaviours that came out in the Royal Commission. When you look at boards, for example, Qantas and the rest, how is corporate Australia looking given what we've been learning about the functioning of boards? I think we'd have to have a pretty hard look at reputation and the board has a role in making sure that they should be doing the right thing and doing the right thing for their stakeholders, their customers, their communities. But again, I come back to the model. So the model of listed and the board's responsibility of listed is to do the right thing by the corporation and do the right thing by the shareholder. The boards of a mutual have a different model to make sure that they are putting the members' interests first, they are putting the stakeholders in the community first, and they have a longer time frame to do that. And that, that does create quite different outcomes and quite different behaviours in boardrooms. That's Peter Locke there, Chief Executive of Heritage and People's Choice. Peter, Ryan, during the worst of the pandemic, major banks uh, looked after customers with loan repayment deferrals. Has that uh, bought them any credit with customers and regulators? 
Probably uh, short-term credit, but uh, there's no doubt that major banks did act in the best interests of customers under pressure from the federal government. They put more than $700 billion in mortgages on deferral to alleviate hardship. But financial counsellors still argue that a lot of bad behaviours still there. Mutuals uh, argue the for-profit model of the major banks does have conflicts of interest, but in fairness, bank bosses have been urging customers recently in mortgage stress to get in touch and that there are ways of helping, such as interest-only payments, deferrals and restructuring the term of loans. And Peter, just finally, the Reserve Bank Governor, Michelle Bullock, is understandably cautious about the November rate rise speculation. What's the betting now? Well, it's uh, back to being a 50-50 chance for a Melbourne Cup Day rate rise, Sally. So money markets are, are seeing about a 58% chance. Uh, the Reserve Bank Governor, Michelle Bullock, uh, wasn't saying too much either way when she, she was grilled by a parliamentary committee yesterday. But many economists think it's inevitable that the RBA board has no choice and needs to act now rather than wait, uh, given the risk that inflation might become entrenched and harder to pull back down into that 2 to 3% target band.